and welcome to a new season on YE1 Spurs. Amazingly, the fourth Spurs season now we've been doing it, and without a doubt the most excited any of us have been about the club since. Regrettably, my son Casper is on holiday in Ireland, wearing his new Kulisevsky shirt every day. But today there's Ian Wallace, myself, and the other two regulars, Simeon and Peter Wright. How are we guys? Oh, good, good. Summer in well, Peter, well, summer actually, in well? Actually, we're actually having a summer, which is uh, a novelty yeah. for us. And have you uh, you been away yet, or? Uh, just a few trips here and there. Looking looking forward to the big one in Cos. Oh, love uh, it! Next month, yeah. With all the lads, obviously. Oh no no no! Family holiday. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, a trip to Cos with Proper the lads would be incredible, yeah. wouldn't it? Um, Sim, what have you been up to in the summer so far? Um, yeah, I, I've, I've been I've been good. Yeah. Uh, what, I went to I think between the last time it's been such a long time since we did a podcast. Yeah. Um, between then the end of the season and now I went to um, went to see England away in Germany, which was good. Oh, I saw that. That Brilliant. looked incredible. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 honestly, our stadium is incredible, but the Allianz Arena is probably up there with my favourite. Oh, it's really? such a good stadium. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll be playing there in the Champions League uh, well, I did, this season. I did notice you wasn't sitting with the England fans. Did you have a German friend or? <laughs> no, me, just me and my friend went. Um, yeah, we went and sat in the Germany end. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, it was it was um, it was fine actually. Just what I noticed was the way they do football there in terms of atmosphere yeah. and also like the vociferousness of Germany fans compared yeah. to like if you go to like an England friendly or something. I know it was England Germany, so it's going to be a bit different. Yeah. Um, but like. The Germany fans were every decision. They were whistling, and yeah. they were like, they it, it really seemed like such an important game to them. Even though it was like it was a Nations League game, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I just love the atmosphere out there. It's brilliant. Actually, me, me, me and my mates go um, most most winters. We go and watch a game in Germany. Oh, do you really? A club game. So we've had some incredible games out there, and it's it's all about beer. It's all about the fans. <laughs> Everything's yeah. cheap. It's all geared to the fans. You know, it's yeah. a wonderful thing. But I sort of get that mentality is coming at Spurs really. Because the German clubs try and get all the fans into the stadium really quick with cheap beer and stuff like yeah. that. And I sort of think the Spurs are sort of trying to get the fans to become like a destination. Did you get that, Pete, when you yeah, go? Yeah, yeah, you get that vibe, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, so did you have to change your name to Fritz Muller? <laughs> <laughs> a, bit, a bit incognito. I, 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 was, I was Simone Reit. <laughs> Simone Reit, I like that. But... I've actually been away a couple of times in the last three weeks. I've actually just come back from Valencia, where uh, we did the stadium tour of Valencia, the Mestalla Stadium, which is, really uh, and that's an incredible stadium because the change rooms in the Mestalla. I don't. You've been to them, haven't you? Yeah, I went there in 2016. Yeah, so the change rooms in the, in the Mestalla are like you'd get, I don't know, in some dodgy seafront toilet toilet down Margate. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like they're like a throwback to like basic, you know, yeah, yeah they're really basic. I don't remember that the home and the away dressing room. I only went in the home one, but the story was that when Rafa Benitez was in charge there because he was uh, hugely successful there, yeah. that's that's where he sort of made his name. Yeah, that he wanted the change rooms to be as basic as basic as possible. Really, because then that was a place of work. He even made them take mirrors out of there, and mm. it's so basic. I cannot tell mm. how basic it is. Um, but yeah. the stadium's oh, very right. old, but just coming out, the steepness of the, the stands mm. and the style is just incredible. Yeah, the steepness did strike me in the pictures, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I'd love Spurs to sort of get them in the Champions League or something like that. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. nice yeah. away day. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah we, we've got that to look forward to soon, haven't we? Yeah, let's, let's not tease ourselves. But then also I did a trip to the French Pyrenees to watch the Tour de France. Mm. I was going to say, you're in very good shape. Yeah, nice. I've been uh, nice. living my best life. And climbed and climbed one of the French mountains, Mount uh, Colder Colder Tourmalet. <laughs> so it was a it was a real 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 great great little summer so far. Brilliant. I need the sun's out as well. Yep. Sun's Indeed. out, guns out. I said I had any guns. <laughs> 
But also during the summer, we've uh, we've had the England women winning the Euros, and this is the first time a team we've all supported has won anything since two thousand eight. Peter, how proud of you of the Lionesses? Well, to quote Brendan Rodgers, I'm so prude, <laughs> free, free prude. <laughs> no, no. Um, I started to engage after the Spain game. I was just yeah. uh, and fully engaged, and, yeah. uh, and then after that, it was like. I was, I was like supporting them as if I was supporting a Spurs game. Yeah, it's really, really it? thrilling. Yeah, yeah I th- to, to see him actually come through and win it. You know, did you find you you, you could sort of like engage with the with the girl players though? I don't know. Yeah, yeah they names, a bit you know, like the names. So yeah. kind of like um, to me now have become like household names. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, it's like when when yeah when you can name a whole eleven. Of yeah. the team, I feel like everyone could name, or everyone who's taken a notice of it can name the one to eleven of the women's yeah. team, and it's like the fact that it was the same team throughout yeah. the whole tournament. But yeah, it was it was really inspiring, wasn't it? I think yeah. I, I mean you got daughters who yeah. follow football anyway, yeah, yeah. but they they must have just done you know they must have been so so happy to see that. Yeah, especially my youngest, like she's she's just signed for Charlton Athletic. Oh, well done, yeah, so oh, well, she's just well done. got a. Uh, and actually, she's so professional now. You know, they're in. She's in this academy. She has to sign a year's contract. She can't play for anyone else. Really? You know, so it's all. You know, the way it's going, and the actually the coach is her under twelve coach at Charlton Athletic is an ex Spurs player called Simon Webster. Simon now, Webster. you, me, and Peter. I mean, he played like only a few times for Spurs, <laughs> but he sort of went on to play for West Ham a little bit. And Reading, Reading is where he's made his name. But okay. the fact that someone of that sort of level is now coaching Charlton Athletic under twelves, yeah. you know, and she's going to get that great coaching. It's, it's brilliant. It's um, it's sorry, it's, it's Dolly, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 so great for her though. Obviously, yeah. as, as a Spurs fan, that you know she can now go to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, watch Spurs, but also think, you know, yeah. I could be playing here for Tottenham yeah. one day. Well, whereas well, like, that was never a thing before. Well, exactly. With like, the, when when uh, we were looking at the buying tickets for the games recently, the Man United, yeah. uh, the Spurs Man United game yeah. is the first game of the WSL. Yeah. So you know she goes, oh, can we go and watch it? Because I want to see Mary Earps, Ellen, you know, to, and Alicia Toon and you know Alicia yeah. Russo rather. Yeah, and Ella Toon. Yeah. yeah, I mean that'd be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. We have friends, you know, and uh, her daughter's suddenly now engaged yeah. with football and wants That's... to go to the Arsenal Spurs. Oh really? That WSL game. So so Peter so. Peter and some of the older listeners might remember there was the TV show um, back at must be about eight, early nineties called the Manageress, with Sherry oh, Lungi was oh, in it, God, I and do she and that. she was actually a, ma- a manager of the of a professional men's team, a first division team. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So the wow. ma- it, so I wonder I wonder if that would ever happen, but that's obviously yeah. for the older listeners, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I don't really subscribe to the. It's kind of a bit of a gripe of mine this whole thing where people are really, really adamant to scream that it's a different game. And sometimes it's not in a negative sense that they say it, but people go, oh, it's a very different game. It's like physically, it's obviously physically it's different. Yeah. But I, I all, all I saw watching, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I only really watched the England games, but all yeah. I saw when I was watching these games was just very, very good t- technique yeah. and just very professional, mm. like the height of professional football. And, and um, if I'm completely honest... I, I I would I, I wouldn't be you know it would take a bit of time but I wouldn't yeah. be hugely averse to 
Serena Veeman managing Tottenham one day. Yeah, she, she's she's the real deal. Yeah, she's, she's a business. Got, yeah. and she she knows how to co- to coach players and yeah. to to set up a team tactically. Yeah, I like the way they played tactically. They played through the lines, didn't they? I think it's a really good football. I went to go and see the uh, Germany Denmark game at Brentford Stadium, mm. and just the, the watching them warm up, the technical ability. Yeah, I think physicality. They've obviously yeah, it would not be as fast, but you know, yeah. Ella turns opening goal in the final. Oh, one touch and yeah. the second touch was this. Yeah. looping shot over yeah. the keeper at any level yeah, that yeah. is like world class and also the Spurs ladies are going to be playing uh, Orient um, that'd be their home ground this time rather than they're playing at Barnet last season oh yeah so, yeah so it might be just a quick little trip through the Blackwall Tunnel for us boys yeah but yeah. it inspires yeah. any little girl to start playing that's just yeah. really it's great and valuable 100% 100% but <coughs> we're not here to talk about that but after pushing Arsenal from 4th place last season and securing Champions League football at the end of the season. And Tony Conte has been back with six new players. But none were needed from the stars. We battered Southampton 4-1 at White Hart Lane on the opening day. Peter, what were your thoughts on that opening day win? Yeah, I was re- really, really happy, happy with it. I, was, uh, I loved the performance of Kulu. I thought he was like different class. Um, very, very happy for Sessegnon uh, that he got that opening goal duel. Do him a world of, do his confidence a world of good. I think you know, he's a, a player who kind of lives on confidence that will really help him a lot. I was really, it was a comprehensive victory. Yeah. You know, they had the tenacity to go one nil up. They had the audacity, Which, sorry, yeah. to go one and tenacity possibly. Yeah, yeah, good goal as well. It's a good goal, great. Finish. Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah, technique was great. But I mean, it's just very good all round performance. We're really pleased with it. Yeah, great. Just. Great to get those three points on the Yeah, agreed. Mentally to get board, three yeah. points on the board. Sim, yeah. what did you how did you feel about uh, the game? Well it's it's kind before of before the game, how did you feel? Before, before the game I, I kinda of had it down as the ideal way to start a season yeah. against a team who won they I mean they're, they're gonna be a bottom half team yeah. potentially in a relegation battle. Yeah. But also their form towards the end of last season was so bad. Like I think I just off the top of my head, I think it was about one win in fifteen. Yeah. Um yeah. and it showed the way that they collapsed. I mean the third goal, I don't know what the hell was going on there. <laughs> the it's goal. Terrible, it's like yeah. that that's if if there's one you know, if, if there's one moment from the Premier League over the weekend that I would be extremely worried about if I was a fan, it would be being a Southampton fan and seeing that because the communication at the back was just disgraceful. Yeah. The fact that there was there was no one around him. Just give him a shout, just say just let it go. Did you yeah. play with his right foot and he just tried to fight with his left? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting stat is that that is the, our first Three o'clock kickoff since we beat Burnley 5 0 in December 2019. I heard that, yeah. That's just incredible. Say, yeah. And I love a Saturday at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we've just not been that many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, That's maybe, the last maybe, one we had three years. Maybe, maybe yeah. because we're in the Champions League, that maybe we we have a lot more Saturday ones. I hope so. Nice. We've got a few Saturday ones at 5 30, I noticed when I was buying some tickets today. Oh, do we? The yeah, is Newcastle. Newcastle, Leicester, and def- definitely five yeah. thirty. But I mean, you made the point about the fact that we didn't start any of the new signings, and yeah. I mean, we going into the game, were you disappointed to see that? Do you know what? I I, I sort of I'm just thinking, is it a masterstroke of Conte? So it, it's him saying, "Well, these are the boys who got us there." Mm-hmm. You know, the other boys have got to force them out. You know, because I just I felt Emerson 
in that game just seemed to run and run and run. You know, yeah. I felt you run really intelligently as well. And for the own goal, you know, he he was in the you know the inside left channel of the penalty area and crossed the ball for yeah. the goal, didn't he? Yeah, not on his right side. And it would do him the word of confidence. The fact that yeah. you you know he went through his first season, and I don't think he was terrible last season. He, he had he had some dodgy games, and I think probably most of our fan base wouldn't have been too upset to see either of the other guys start instead of him. Yeah, uh, Spencer or Doherty. But do you not but, think it's interesting that he, that, that um, Doherty didn't start ahead of him? And is, is that is that saying that he is number one in that position? It, it probably is number one, because like, it's the team essentially. Well, it is it was the exact team that finished last season? What was our last yeah. game last season? One Norwich. five nil. Yeah. So uh, the fact that we go into the first game and Emerson is our starting right back, you yeah. know, it's only going to do him the word of confidence, isn't it? Going back to Sessignon though, I think he must feel great like starting that game and to score. You know, this could be this could be an absolute pivotal season because he's he's always been on the cusp of having yeah. so much potential. But I really feel he's got that strength. He's got such technical ability. You know, I really feel he could really push on this season. Maybe mm. even sneak into the England squad at left back. Well, who knows? I mean, there's the the next international break is I think it's middle of September, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. Might be just a little bit early for him, but yeah. I mean, we this it's all it's all open for grabs, isn't it? Yeah. If we if we start the season on fire, which we already have, and yeah, and you know he's he's a pivotal part of a team that are challenging in in the top three, yeah. you know, at the top end of the league, then I think Southgate would be stupid to overlook him. Do you do you think? I think I've made a note here of like, is Emerson any good? <laughs> And now I actually think he is actually not that bad. But do you think him, that now he's sort of really under pressure for his place, that he's possibly come to Spurs at the start and sort of thought, oh, I've just come from Barcelona to Spurs. But now he's having to knuckle down, Peter. Do you think that's, he's basically sort of caught that professionalism? Do you think that's that's a big change in him? Or do you think it's a confidence thing for him? No, I think he's not not a wing-back, he's a right-back. He was... He said that's that's his kind of like his job description is he's a right back. He's been kind of like almost like shoehorned into that position, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but as you said, Sim said, you know, he finished the season, he was in our starting lineup. I think it's 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 a masterstroke really to start that team, the team that got us there. But Emerson himself, he'll feel the breath of Jed Spence and Doherty on the back of his neck, you know. And that's, that competition for places is good, I think. And the same thing with Sessignon on the left. Yeah. You know, that, that strength and depth. And, uh, so starting with that lineup, and then, you know, other players will grow into the season and, you know, there's a lot of games to play. And just just, just, just touching on that um, good, like the squad, the, the pressure for places. Now, I, I think I spoke to you, Sim, about this recently, about us changing from having, even as fans and players, of having a mentality of being a squad yeah. Do you think that's starting to filter through? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Because we, I mean, just talking about the wing-backs, I mean, uh, we've got three on either side. If you yeah. include Regalon, who doesn't really look like he's going to get that much of a look in this year. Yeah. Perisic came on um, yeah. towards the end of the game. Yeah. He, he's someone who probably would expected would have expected to have walked into the team. Yeah. He hasn't. He's had to, you know, he's, he's going to have to play his way in. Yeah. I think he'll, you'll probably see him playing maybe more in the Champions League. Yeah. Just because he has that experience, he's been around for for years, playing in World Cups and yeah. playing in the Champions League and Europa League. Yeah. So he's you know he's he's quite well versed in playing in in Europe. But just you look around the whole squad, and apart from maybe the centre of midfield with Skip 
being injured, yeah. I think, as the season starts. Yeah. We have like two or three players for every position. Yeah, but do you, do you think, Peter, like, I don't think Spurs, as Spurs fans as well, we ever think about a squad. I think no, we just think. Just like, this, this is going back to this, oh, uh, nobody can break into the starting 11, the starting, you know, like, it goes back to 2016, 17, you know. Yeah. Who's going to sort of come in and sit on the bench? Well, you know, the fact is that uh, he needs to look around him. And, you know, we need a player to come on. It's better to see Basuma than to see some kind of teenager who mm. is just untried in the Premier League. You know, yeah. so strength and depth is what it's all about. And, but do you, and do you think, Sim, when they signed these players, say mm. someone Basuma is a great example, you know, has Conte got such an aura? That he doesn't need to say you, you know, you will be one of my my starting like player, or is he sort of saying to them, yeah, you want you're part of my squad? And oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone will know that it's a it's a squad game, and he he should tell them all as they enter the door that yeah. we're gonna be in the competitions deep. Yeah, we're gonna be deep in the Champions League. We're gonna be deep in the cups. Yeah, and obviously you've got thirty eight league games, so that should be the mentality with every player coming in, believing that. We're going to go far in these competitions, not necessarily believing you're going to get injured because yeah. no one wants to get injured, but it's the fact of the game is that players get injured. Yeah. So you will have your opportunity. If you're in that 25-man squad for the Premier League and the Champions League, yeah. then you have to expect that you're going to play some games. But yeah, do you, they, they will get their chance, yeah. no, no doubt. But do, do, you, do you guys, see, I, I'm struggling <laughs> to think like a squad thing because I'm, I'm already thinking, oh God, how are they going to shoehorn Richarlison in? How are they going to shoehorn Bissouma in? But I, why am I thinking like that? Do you think like that yet, Sim? Do you think like this a squad game and you're sort of happy with it? No, yeah, I'm, I'm with Peter. This like we've been talking for so many years about, um, especially yeah, going back two or three years when our team was very, very good. Yeah, our starting eleven, we've gone. Yeah, but who's if if Harry Kane gets injured, who comes on? Is it Janssen or is it Soldado yeah. or yeah. or? Vinicius, Carlos Vinicius, Carlos Vinicius, or Dane Scala. Yeah, it's like these are guys who are, and even even like bless him because he he tried and tried, and it's a bit of a shame it didn't work out. But Steven Bergwijn, yeah, how who who would you rather have in a Premier League side coming on in a Premier League game? Yeah, Bergwijn or Richarlison, Richarlison every day of the week. Yeah, agreed. But I wonder, I wonder if Conte Peter has got such an aura in the game for these players and he's so successful that these players are just on board with it. They're on the train. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they would have bought into what he's trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I, he, you look at someone like Pep, he doesn't have to um, justify having people on the bench. You know, people are on the bench. Yeah. And they realise they'll get their chance. You know, obviously they 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 offloaded Sterling, but... yeah. He just wanted to play every week, but I mean, I don't think his appearance record was anything more than, say, Foden. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think Spurs fans have to shift more to that squad mentality, which is going to be difficult because we've got this mindset about the starting eleven and who's going to dislodge Kane and who's yeah, gonna, you know, but, that's that's because like Liverpool for years, think have, differently. but Liverpool for years have had Firmino, Salah. Jota, mm-hmm. uh, Mane, you know, and they they just rotate nicely. What is it, so? Is it all? I think it must must probably seem, in my opinion, it's all about the manager. You know, he's he might he might you know yeah, appease some players off who aren't playing, but yeah. then possibly those players are on board of it. Bergwijn's a great example, as you say. Yeah, uh, and I don't think there's. I mean, not, none of us considers any possibility that Kane 
won't start if he's fit, do we? Yeah, but but, yeah, but, but do you think there's a do, do, do you think there's a chance that you, there might yeah. be Premier League games where okay. Kane's on the bench and and Richarlison's playing? Just maybe dependent on yeah. say we say say we're playing. I don't know. <laughs> for argument's sake Southampton because they were so yeah. bad or Man United because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. terrible as well say we've got Man United on the weekend it's yeah. like, ah, that's easy, easy three points we'll start with Richarlison up top but we've got Real Madrid in the Bernabeu in the week yeah. maybe Richarlison will start and Kane will be on the bench maybe he'll just need a rest you yeah. Know? yeah his yeah. ankles were made of quavers <laughs> although he didn't get injured last <laughs> No. Funnily enough. That, that's really interesting you say about that because that, that really is like Richarlison could be a real game changer for us in that front front three you know he's a proven Premier League player yeah. and Kane can suddenly be a bit fresher Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there was times at the end of the season sometimes where he didn't look great did he he looked a bit slow lethargic yeah. you know so yeah. maybe he'd be I, fresh all the time yeah I, I've got to say I thought he was exceptional on Saturday Yeah, without actually getting a goal or an assist yeah I thought he was, he's just... His movement is fantastic. His technique as well. Like when you see him, when you see him pick it up 10 yards into a half and just the weight of the pass every single time is perfect. It's like the the speed of, to to play, to play that expansive style and to give someone like, someone like Emerson, I suppose, who maybe isn't the most confident uh, when it gets tight. But the fact that Kane just gets it to him so quickly, so precisely, it, it couldn't be making it any easier for someone like Emerson. There, there was a pass he made to Emerson, he dropped deep to it and then yeah. fed Emerson out wide. Yeah. And then Kane is such a clever footballer, I don't know if you look back at it, he sort of veers to the right-hand side to sort of cover Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. You know, the, the, but then is that Conte ball, you know, is Conte sort of making, really in, engendering this team spirit, Peter? I think, yeah. when, when do you think you've last sort of seen this sort of team spirit at Spurs? No, it's definitely the Conte effect. But when, really. when do you think was the last time you sort of saw well, this? Under peak Potch days, yeah, yeah I'd have said. 16, 17? Yeah, or, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like we that last season at, at the lane where we yeah. were unbeaten. It's the last time I saw it. Yeah. That I, collective, you know, particularly at home, you know. Yeah. And do you, how do you, Sim, how do you feel? I mean, I, I feel that we talked a lot on the podcast over the last year and a bit how there doesn't seem to be a connection between the fans and the club. Yeah. Do you think if we had a loss Saturday, <laughs> How, how do you feel that? I mean, I feel a great connection at the moment with the club. I really, really feel yeah. going in the right direction. Yeah. What, what do you well. think would have happened if we if we had have lost? Uh, I, th- I think it would have been it would have been very early. Mm. I think maybe the op- the optimism would have been dampened a little bit, and also our, our fixtures aren't very easy mm. at the start of the season. I think Southampton yeah. was probably the ideal game we could have. Yeah. But say we did lose that game, and then. You've got Chelsea next week. There's mm. always the opportunity. Well, not, the opportunity is not the right word. There's always yeah. a, a very good chance we'll go to Stamford Bridge and get beaten. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's so, oh, it's so volatile. Yeah. The relationship between the fans and and the club, um, in the sense that one bad result or a, or a couple of bad results. Yeah. And maybe Conte will get a bit agitated, and then suddenly yeah. the the fans will start going. Well, hold on a second. We haven't we haven't bought a player for. A month or so, you know, we we we, we signed six players uh, before the middle of July. Yeah. What? Why is it? Why have we got not got any more? But actually, I think it's. I think they've they've done the perfect thing by by doing that. But yeah, my my point is just that it all de- it all does depend on results. I mean, you don't I, get the I, results; it all changes. I yeah, I agree. I mean, I I feel I I think personally the fans feel more pressure than <laughs> most probably the players do. 
because that that's a it's a bun fight for the top four this year, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, absolute bun fight. But we'll come, we'll come on to that a little bit yeah. later. Um, is it what during what what sort of things do you think we learn from the game? So watching the game, you know, I I felt I made a couple of notes here about how we won the ball back and we won the ball back like aggressively and quickly. I thought that was a real you know with energy and commitment. And I sort of felt we did that last year, but I felt we just felt really like ping in, ping in. And also some of the stats. I mean, twenty four tackles we made. Wow. Which I think is quite a lot. I mean, Southampton was 14. Yeah. But just, you know, we had three yellow cards, which is not ideal. But I, I, I think we're a physical team. I think so as well. Um, some Something I also learned about an individual as well is that, and it might be the the effect of Basuma, it could be it could be learning off Basuma or feel threatened Basuma, but I think Heuberg yeah. looked yeah. different. Yeah. Yes. He was like, he was surging forward with the ball and like, yeah. looked like he had a bit of confidence about him to try and pick a pass. Yeah. Um, and I think we could see a different a different him this season. He was a shoo-in on the team sheet, wasn't he, Peter, last yeah, year? Yeah, I think he was. He got, he got a bit tired. He got a bit fatigued yeah. towards... Played every, yeah, yeah, played yeah, every yeah. minute, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. played a lot of games. And, yeah. you know, I think they rested him towards the end, but yeah. he looked fresh. Uh, Conte has trained them to within an inch of their life yeah. in pre-season. Yeah, yeah. And... Remember, he's actually had a preseason this time. He didn't have a preseason last. Yeah, time. the Euros, I suppose he was. Well, he just yeah. he came in like. When did he come in? October. No. Who Hoiberg? Uh, no, um, uh, Conte. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But this time he's had a yeah. way to kind of sort of instill his kind of style of play. And yeah, it's showing with people like Hoiberg. And Hoiberg, all... Hoiberg was really good on. Yeah, that. I was really impressed. It's quite like interesting. You 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 mentioned the um like the the training the preseason training. Yeah. And I thought the media really caught that really caught fire in the media, wasn't it? Yeah. The stories about them throwing up and yeah, and, and the, up. on the training pitch yeah. and mm. and I just think there's such a part. It's part of it's a fear factor when it comes to other teams viewing us, but also the media views. Spurs is such a threat right now. Yeah. Because of Conte. That that's that, that whole thing about players throwing up on the training pitch. Yeah. That that's good press. Yeah. If that was press. if that was Mourinho, that yeah. press would be well, wow, he's working players too hard. They, yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're um, they, you know, you've got to manage the modern day player now. Where it's Conte, I feel like you can't do anything. You can't do anything wrong. And yeah. obviously, when you go in and winning four one on the first day, then yeah, that continues until maybe the results start going downhill. But hopefully, they don't. Also, we, we conceded. Um, sorry, Peter. We conceded eleven fouls as well, and I felt that we really uh, we 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 try to win the ball back with energy and desire. Yeah. Which I think over the last few years maybe been a bit lacking, yeah. haven't we? Because yeah. I think teams sometimes teams come to White Hart Lane and they normally you know ping the ball about a little bit, yeah. don't they? But I think we were we wanted to win the ball. You know, yeah. Can't yeah. score goals about the ball. But is it just Southampton? I don't know, Sim. <laughs> I don't know. They fell away, didn't they? It's just. Early yeah. days, it's one game, you know. But me, me, but the mentality of Spurs, even even when we went, went one one nil down, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't actually sort. I thought, well, just let's keep playing, let's go yeah. back into it. I always feel like all our, they've got goals all over the pitch. No, I wasn't panicking when we went one nil down. I no, nor me. I was annoyed, but I wasn't. You know, I think yeah, I was we're annoyed. Gonna this we're going to turn this around. Um, just just going on to like the, obviously you know last season we were top of the league after three games. I mean, I'm not yeah. talking about us being top of the league now, but you know, <laughs> we, we, how did we feel last year? I, I, from memory, I felt Peter and, and I think all of us felt, yes, we were top of the league under Nuno, but it was quite turgid. Yeah, yeah I, I never felt 
comfortable with us being top of the league. I was it's the manner of the um, the manner of the uh, results. Yeah, I thought it's unrecognisable now to how I felt this time last year. Yeah, Kane was stinking the place out. Correct. In the same way that Ronaldo is at Old Trafford. Yeah, you know, like wanting away. Yeah, it's just it's completely different. Yeah, a different vibe, totally. I totally agree. Um, is there anything you sort of saw in the game which you thought was different, Sim, like from from previous from last season? Would you think we just carried on? Well, I, you know what? I thought I was actually very, very optimistic this time last year. Yeah, I was delighted that we beat City on the first day, and I thought I was one of the stupid few that thought it could be like the start of New Dawn yeah, yeah, without yeah. Kane, and that yeah. you know we we could when we were playing that four three three, and Deli Ali was back in the team and back. Playing in the deep role and he had yeah. a good first game and I was actually a little bit on the Nuno train and I think if you listen back to the podcast last year I don't think you would ever find me calling at any point for him to have gone um, it, obviously it got to the point where we were getting battered in all the London derbies but mm. I think after beating City in the first game I was quite fickle in the fact that I was very very happy yeah. um, but I think I am happier this time because it feels much more yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, wasn't there that quote from? It might have been from another podcast, or it might have been you saying we were like an elephant in a tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when like, we're top of the league under Nuno, yeah, exactly. Those those one nil wins, yeah, they, they were, weren't they weren't convincing. We had those, over, weren't yeah, they? we had those kind of narrow one nil wins, and then yeah. we just got battered. Yeah. Yeah, three 0 and three successive London Derby. Yeah. You know. Um, can I can I just come back to our signings? Um, because you know, me me and Casper last week um were on the beach and we were just chatting away about our signings and I I threw this question at him and said, how many of our summer signings would get into the three teams who finished above us last year? So mm. I'm going to start just with Forster. We won't talk about him because yeah. even though I do, th- we'll come back to him in a minute because we'll talk about the signings in it. Now, Lengley, Peter, we talked earlier about you didn't really know too much about him. Yeah, it's a bit of an unknown quantity to me. I mean, people are saying good things about him. Yeah. Whether he could get into a top six of another side. Top three. The top three of last year. So City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Uh, Whoa, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know enough about him to really speak with authority. Sim? Might get into the the Chelsea team. Yeah. You know, they've they've signed Cucurella and I think there's, there's talk of him potentially playing... On the left of a three. Okay. Well, that's Lonley's natural position as a left-footed centre-half. Yeah. So there's a chance he could get in. I, I'll, I'll also confess that I've not seen that much of him. In fact, my abiding memory of him is him getting torn to shreds when um, when Brighton beat Barca 8-2. Oh, right? Yeah, I But I, I, I watched a YouTube um, compilation of him uh, recently, even though we all look good on our YouTube comp- compilations. Mm. But you know, he looked lovely. He looked lovely, silky football. Like he, I think possibly there's something there. But yeah. you know, as anyone, you know, yeah. I'm 53, what? but my YouTube <laughs> compilation is fantastic. It's it's yeah. funny. They're struggling to get a YouTube <laughs> compilation on. The, <laughs> in black, the in, of the in black and white, Peter. No, <laughs> right. It's, yeah, with the really long football. It's funny talking about a player who's come from Barcelona. Um, saying, you know, it's ridiculous to say he should be watching videos of, of Ben Davis or sitting there studying Davis. But yeah. the Ben Davis that's been playing since Conte came in, yeah, you come far wrong observing him and, and watching yeah. what he's done and watching what for for someone like Longley who's obviously got the talent to play for someone like Barcelona and play for the French national team. Yeah, 
you you know have a look at what Ben Davis has done in the last year or so, yeah, and you won't go far wrong. So the first two he said Forster and Langley, they're not they're not getting they may get into Chelsea Langley. Ake's I mean, been starting for Man City. Yeah, Spence would Spence get in? Uh, I think he's one for the future. So would Spence get in Chelsea, Liverpool, or Man City? He wouldn't start for City, obviously. Um, probably, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't start for Liverpool. And for Chelsea, they I mean, wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't start for any of them. Okay, so that's a note. Perisic, <laughs> Peter Perisic, is he, is he getting in any of those top three? Oh, for I don't think he'd be in the starting lineup. Yeah. But he's definitely somebody who could be a potential game changer. Yeah. For maybe Chelsea. Yeah. Well, any any of the top three. Yeah. Just that experience. You can't buy that experience. Yeah. Great. He can play for City. They've got one left back. Yeah. I mean, they saw Zinchenko. I yeah. think he's. Um, I mean, it's hard to say whether he's a better player than Zinchenko. Zinchenko's obviously a lot younger. Yeah. But, I mean, considering City only have Cancelo, yeah. and then after that, it's pretty much Nathan Ake would have to fill in a left back, a left wing back, or yeah. whatever they, you know, however the hell their, their fullbacks play. Yeah. I think Perisic would get game time at City. Okay, so you'd get game time in the, say, the top yeah. three. Um, right, this one, Basuma in the top three. Now, I think is going to be great for us. So do I. So I think Basuma would get into Chelsea. I think he might even get into Liverpool. City, mm. I'm not sure of. What do you, What do you think, Sim? I, I think I think Chelsea is actually the one that he'd probably Chelsea and City are the ones he'd struggle least to get into. I reckon. Agreed. Um, because Chelsea's midfield is very very good. If you're talking about Jorginho and Kovacic, yeah, yeah, who are Conte, Conte as well. You know? and, yeah, and yeah, really good game on. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. I think a fully bedded in Basuma yep. could, you know, get into any of the top three. A fully, you know, like fully bedded in. Yeah. I think Agreed. he'd start for Liverpool. Yeah. I think he's. I think. I mean, he probably he probably wouldn't start ahead of Henderson because of who Henderson is and yeah, you know yeah. the, the the fact that he's like embedded in all their success. Yeah. But you know, if you're giving me a choice between Basuma and Cater, yeah, the Basuma we saw at Brighton last season, I'm going Basuma. Yeah, interesting. So Basuma would get in the top three above, and Perisic maybe one of them, and then the last one, Richarlison. Hmm. Peter, we'll go to you first. I know Sim is a fan. Yeah, I'm going to say no. No. Um, not in the starting lineup. No. Okay. For any any Chelsea, Liverpool, or City. Just look at the options that they've got. The Liverpool front three. Where's he going to ahead of any of those? No. No. I agree. No, I agree. Um, but. Man City have just sort of splurged all this money on. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, I'm thinking maybe you could sneak into a Chelsea. Yeah. If somebody was, like, I, I still once again from the bench really. Sterling started through the middle. Yeah. Sterling, Sterling was their central striker, and I think was it Mount and who was their other attacker Chelsea in the first game? I know Sterling Mount and, and someone. I, I, I say he'd be knocking on the door at Chelsea, but yeah. nowhere else. Ziyech? Was he one of them? Uh, I don't think Ziyech started. Oh, okay. but, um, they're yeah, offloading Werner, aren't they? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's been an yeah. unmitigated disaster, hasn't he? He literally cannot hit a cow's arse with a bad <laughs> can he? <laughs> Um, so that that that's interesting that that little thing there. But do you? I mean, overall, I think the signings were great and the signings were early. But do we think? Well, this is what I think. I don't know what you guys think. I think basically we need like another little playmaker. And I tell you why I say that because sometimes you know we play the same way every week. 
Yeah. Okay. And yes, we're quality. And yes, movement. There's so many variables in the game. Yeah. But we play the same way every week. So against a City or something, or a Liverpool, or someone, you know, a good tactical coach could just nullify us. Yeah. So do we need that playmaker? Yeah, I think we do. And yeah. see, I, I still think we missed a trick not getting Ericsson back. Yep. Do you really? Because it, you... United were were awful in the first half, and he looked completely lost when he was playing. You know, he was playing like a false nine or something. Yeah. But when he sort of dropped a little bit, yeah. I think they they brought on Van der Beek, didn't they? And um, and suddenly Ericsson became like almost like the like a deep line playmaker, didn't he? Yeah. Um, the because, lock the lock picker. Yeah. Yes. And I thought he was. I thought he really was turning the screw, and he was like he was getting the ball. He to, to the right of the area and swinging it in and like there was it was it was only the fact that Rashford also can't hit Cal's backside of a banjo. But he need, I think Ericsson needs to play with his facing the goal. He can't play with his back to goal. No, 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 facing the goal absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The fourth yeah. nine thing. Was, but I think we missed a trick. Wasn't working. Do we you missed really? A trick not get, not I, I wanted him. I really wanted them to on a free. Do you think we need a playmaker, Peter? Uh, somebody uh, to ch- switch up the style of our play, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I used the term lock picker. Somebody just at the times I've seen Ericsson do dig us out. Yeah. Of Ricky won't be pleased to hear me say that. No, he won't. <laughs> I no. still really do miss him. I think. I love Ericsson. Yeah. Just that little, that diagonal pass, that you know, unexpected thing that's going to open up a yeah. low, bo- a low block. Or yeah, yeah. A team that lines up differently. He's the one. I've, I, I was at Wembley when he just dug us out. He moves the ball you know, quickly, doesn't yeah, he? One yeah, touch move, one that. touch move. He's got that. So can I just throw this person out there? Is Madison that player? I think he would be, yeah. Could yeah. be. And is that why, you know, you hear these little murmurings that we're in for him. Mm. You know, it wouldn't be for us to... Would you pay, Sim, if you're the manager, would you pay £60 million for Madison? I would, but I don't think they will. Because of what we've already done, um, or not without not without getting a few players out anyway. I think I think if you get if you get a bit of money for Winks, if you yeah. get some money, maybe as much as I kind of would prefer us not to. But you know, you, if you're talking about getting Madison as a result of it, maybe getting twenty twenty five million for Regulon as well. You raise that from maybe a fifteen yeah, yeah. for Winks and a, and a twenty five for Regulon. Yeah. yeah, that's forty mil of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. I'm struggling to think of anyone else who I'd really want to get rid of. But actually, can I can I just come on to that thing? Yeah. So we sort we're sort of happy with our our six signings, and we made them early. It was incredible, yeah. and I think that's that's a real statement of change, Peter. Don't you think of like yeah. of our transfer dealings? You got that sixty odd million of end on villages. Ah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. So that's <laughs> so, very true. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, I'm, gonna, so I'm gonna list some of these players. Who was for that specifically for that purpose? The, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, the, these players has some of these players you just mentioned. Has Winks got a future in the club? No. Could, no? No. He's in the Premier League squad though, isn't he? For now. I don't think they've even selected it yet, have they? Oh, okay. They selected it at the end of August. Okay, Winks, no chance of coming back in this, is he, Peter, for you? No, I mean, it's just like, it's just that metronome, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's done... His he's, days, uh, do it, you know, under Poch were really good, you know, yeah. which I just don't see his future as, but he needs to move for his own sake. And Lo Celso, he hasn't got a future onto Conte. He could be that playmaker, could he? No, I don't think he could. I think he's had enough chances to yeah, be that player. He, okay. He'll Fine. end up in Spain. Back, yeah. Back in, in Spain, yeah. Tanganga, has he got a future? Needs to needs to go out on loan or something, I think. Okay. I agree, yeah. Regulon, has he got a future? You see, I like him. I, I, just, I just love the way he started. Yeah. yeah. 
and it just fell I know it fell away a bit but it's really um, I'm kind of like a bit undecided about regular yeah yeah I'm with you actually. I, I just don't. I don't want to throw him under a bus. I really don't. Cause no. I, I think there's something about him. That, I just don't see I'm, him getting game time. Which is overloaded on that I side, don't we? I was actually trying to think what the word of Spanish for bus was. Then to be clever, but <laughs> I don't know. I've given up for that. Buso. Yeah. Uh, Busos. <laughs> um, and the last one, the elephant in the room, not the elephant in the tree, is. <laughs> End on ballet. Oh man, don't start. I mean, I just, I literally, you know, I normally have an opinion on a player. I just don't know what to say about him. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't want anybody. I, the next person I hear say, "There's a player in there," I'm going to strangle them. You know, so. Of course, there's a player in there, but I just thought walking off against whoever we were losing in the Morecambe. Morecambe, that was his last to me. Yeah. yeah, it's a long way back from that. Yeah, really. Particularly with the Spurs fans. The Spurs fans are not having that. No. But should he? I mean, if he can't go somewhere, we might as well use him. Or can, is he just unusable in this system? I think he's he's unusable as far as Conte is concerned. I think he's he's had enough opportunity. I mean, he was he he spent what was it about two months under Conte? Yeah. Um, it, it spoke absolute volumes that he went on loan not long after that Morecambe game because that was absolutely unacceptable. Mentally not right. No, he just, he just couldn't. He just couldn't apply himself. It's just like there's so many different things that were wrong. Yeah. From not being able to apply himself mentally to the seemingly tiny pain threshold that he had, like any kind of knock to the to to an ankle or to a knee or to a thigh, and he was on the floor yeah. and looked like he was in excruciating pain. That's not his fault if that's the case, but you know that, is, that seems to be a problem. Also, his fitness. Yeah, he always seemed to be a bit overweight. I thought. Mm. Uh, I just know. I, I I don't think it's working for him at Spurs, and I think it is. He's on a backwards. He's on a backward curve with yeah. the fans as well. He doesn't. He doesn't run well for me. He doesn't run fast and dynamic. Yes, he's no. good with the ball, but he doesn't run well for me. And I think no. Conte's a far our team a fast, athletic, it's a dynamic team. Is doing yeah. under Conte. Yeah, yeah, which I really, really he he slows it down. He doesn't fit into that style. Yeah. I agree. I know uh, we've boxed ourselves into a certain style with Conte, but that's what's going to get us a league title. Then I'll, 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 I'm on Pete, that. I'm on that train. Peter, we'll we'll, yeah. uh, we'll that train for now. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk before we talk about our predictions for the season. Um, does Arsenal's firepower scare you, Sim? In a word, yes, it does. But only in their starting lineup. I don't think they have enough in their squads. Um, specifically in midfield, I don't think they. I don't think they're good enough to to really pull up any major trees. Yeah, I think their starting lineup is good enough to win a Europa League. I think it's good enough to get in the Champions League. Yeah, agreed. But at some point in the season, they're going to have to decide between those two things, unless they back him even more, which you know they might do between now and the end of the window. But I don't think they will. Yeah, and you know they could do that in January as well. Um, but they seem to be really, really behind Arteta and, and yeah. fair play to them. Yeah. Fair play to him in that documentary as well, yeah. which obviously we had one of, uh, um, on yeah. our club a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, Arteta looks very, very impressive there. And I think it's a masterstroke from them yeah. to have dropped that on the eve of the season. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. It's the, all, the, all the fans have sort of forgotten about last year. Yeah. Even though they've only dropped three episodes... Yeah. And one was one hour long on the North London derby. <laughs> so I'm assuming when we beat them 3-0 at home, that'll be an hour long as well, no? 
pretty sure it won't be. No, it'll be about it'll be cut. five it'll minutes. Be it'll, it'll be everything. Peter, can I just quickly talk just talk about Arsenal? Um, how many of Arsenal's players would get into our Spurs team who started Saturday? Remember that? They're going to be playing under that yes. music yes. on a Thursday night. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Um, gosh. Um into our starting level, eleven. Yeah, starting eleven. It started Saturday. Wow. See, that's I'm incredible. Actually, see, I'm, I'm, I'm that. struggling. Yeah, that's incredible. We think that, you know. Um, I'm concerned about. I mean, the, I was kind of answering it by answering the question that you asked. So, I'm an, I, I'm concerned that they, they've that, that they've assembled a couple of title winners from Man City. Yeah. In their team. Yeah. Maybe Jesus. I don't know. Hmm. Who could Jesus replace in our starting eleven? So does that say to you that we are so close to them, or are we better than them at this point? I think we're better than them in particularly in depth and in starting level. Yeah, I don't think Jesus would start for us. Yeah, you know what I but, I, but I'm I am still worried that he's there because yeah. he's got Arsenal written all over him. I could see him banging goals in for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that concerns me. But yeah, I mean, you're gonna compare Martinelli and Kulusevski. There's only one winner there. Yeah, Son and Smith Rowe. There's only one winner there. Yeah, we're, we're we're a better team than them, and we shouldn't be concerned about them. Yeah, as you know, um, being. Being anywhere near as good a side that can get as many points as we can because we can get more points than them. Yeah, agreed. But they can go and they can excite their fans, and that's not what we want to see. We no. want to see them back in the doldrums. But I think it's probably got as bad as it's going to get for them. Yeah. In the first couple of seasons under Arteta. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it's, only, it's only up for them, I think. Now you get yeah. deep into that Europa League, it will it will derail their season as well. Yeah, because I mean, they, that last yeah. season, they, that last season, they had the perfect storm where they only, you know, they yeah. didn't have any European yeah. football, and they still sort of bottled it. Yeah, yeah that competition does blow the shit out of your season. Yeah, excuse my language, but, but I'm that, really it, looking it forward. To, I'm really looking forward to see the last three episodes of the Arsenal documentary how <laughs> they spin it because you know they literally had it in their pocket. They could have come to Spurs and beaten us. And, and you know they'd have been in the Champions League, so that'd be really interesting to see how they cut that. And yeah, that will be good. Well, it will be very, very uh, enjoyable. Watch that one. That um, episode. Just, just, just quickly before we go on to our predictions and sort of start to wrap up a little bit, um, I, I, I have, haven't had this feeling about a start of a season for Spurs being really old. Me, me and Peter are quite <laughs> old. Having this feeling since possibly eighty six, eighty seven season, or the. To the last season at White Hart Lane, which was sixteen seventeen. Just going, just going back. Um, well, in between those two, actually, as yeah. well. Um, it's the first time we'd scored four on an opening day since the Klinsman dive game. Ah, is that right? Yeah, since nineteen ninety four. Up at Sheffield Wednesday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I did not know that. That's interesting. But yeah, um, yeah to, to answer your question, um, I, you know what? I don't think I've been this excited apart yeah. from. When we first qualified for the Champions League, yeah, in two thousand and ten, I think that was you know the, yeah, with the prospect of being in the Champions League for the first time, yeah, that was the most excited I've been. But I didn't think we are. I didn't think we could win the Champions League, yeah, that season. I think if all was to go perfectly, yeah, I think we could go far in the Champions League, and I think we could win another trophy. Okay. I never. I thought that season it was like, well, there's no way we're going to get back into it because. We're not 
going to back Harry Redknapp. Yeah. We're just going to be in there just to enjoy it. And to be honest, it was a miracle that we actually got to the quarterfinals that season. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so, yeah, I haven't had this feeling super excited about it. So mm. excited I got mugged off by Casper de Bijmer. Kruzevsky <laughs> skirt. Skirt? Shirt. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. Yeah. With Champions League on the side as well. Ginger Great, from, yeah. from Sweden. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Peter, do you, how do you feel about the season? Do you feel like a real like, more excitement than you have for like such a long time? Yeah, worryingly optimistic. Worryingly optimistic. Worryingly. Because <laughs> so me, 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 me and I'm you... I'm there, there to be shot down, aren't yeah. I? No, I, I, think, I think we could win one of the domestic cups and finish third. Yeah. Having we'll come, seen, we'll come on to the predictions in a minute, but I mean, do, having I'm, seen, talking about like your your mindset. Oh, like, oh yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Incre- I just think I had it all kind of during the close season. You know, yeah. I, I did call for us to do our business early yeah. in the last podcast. I don't know if you, you remember. did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And we did. We did our business early, and yeah. that's there's a kind of a business like yeah. in, sense of intent about us, and I really like it. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, uh, lots of excitement then for us, but now we sort of come to you know every season, and as you said, we've been doing it for four seasons now, <laughs> so we always sort of have our predictions. And pretty much, I remember one of my predictions last year that Aston Villa would be in the top six, <laughs> so I'm smashing uh, my predictions. <laughs> but how do we sort of feel about? I sort of want us to go first of all, if we can do the top four, please. Yeah, so. If we can go top four, I've actually got Casper's just text me from Ireland, so he's sent me his. Uh, Peter, do you want to go first with who's going to be the top four this season? Yeah, I mean, having seen Nunes for Liverpool, Darwin or whatever it is, his yeah. name Darwin, and Haaland, yeah. they just look like they're just a level above. I reckon I'm going to go Man City, Liverpool, and then Tottenham third. And fourth? And fourth, I think Chelsea. Mm. Interesting. Um, Sim? Your top four? Oh, you're not. I'm. I'm gonna go exactly the same except Arsenal for Chelsea. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I think, I think Thomas Tuchel was looking a frustrated guy even yeah. after even after winning the first game, um, on on Saturday, and I think it's gonna implode at some point for them. I think you've always got to go through a betting period with a new manager, like even even with a brand, uh, with a new owner. Sorry. Um, even with Abramovich, they started with Ranieri and he eventually w- was gone and then they had to go to the next guy after that. Yeah, I think Todd Bowley is learning on the job and I think Arsenal are just that far along now with, with Arteta. I think they will get in the top four this season. Arsenal yeah. above to finish above Chelsea? I think so, yeah. See, I think it's I a think really so. great... That's a brilliant point. Unless Chelsea get a striker, I, I, you know, they... They, they, they're, they're really short of, of attacking options. That's a great point about the new Chelsea chairman. He's learning on the job. He yeah. really understands what's needed. So that's a really, really He's the owner, point. the chairman, yeah. head of recruitment. He's everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's given himself every single title, one of the subs. I think he's served the tea as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, going for, I'm, going, I'm going the top four will be, I think Liverpool will win. That. I'm so impressed with their new striker. Um, yeah, this is the real deal. Yeah. yeah. So I think Liverpool, I think we'll win it. And City second, mm-hmm. I, then I I think Spurs will come third, and I'm, yeah. I'm normally the the voice of doom. Eighth, an eighth merchant. Yeah, I'm normally an eighth merchant. But do you know what? I have a sneaky feeling United can't get any worse for fourth. Well, I've just got a feeling from their players. They've got some really good players there. Do they? Some really good players there. But it's still starting the season. I'm Fred. I'm, I'm still not going. Okay, maybe not. I'm going to go. For, <laughs> I'm going to exactly the same as you had, Sim. Yeah. Apart from I'm going to Liverpool to win first. 
City second, Spurs third, Arsenal fourth. Okay. We've all got. I mean, what chances are one of us will probably be right? If Spurs yeah. come third, then one of us will be right, won't we? Yeah. Mm. Newcastle uh, could upset the Apple Cart. And yeah. Interesting. Weekend, yeah. yeah. Uh, not not this season. Maybe next season. I think for me. And um, Peter, Caribou Cup winners. Who's going to be the Caribou Cup winners? Man City. <laughs> They've got a stranglehold on it, haven't they? Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Where do you think we'll come in the Caribou Cup? Uh, I think we'll get beaten in the final. <laughs> Love that, Sim. I think we'll get to the semi-final because yeah. I think that that will be that will be the last bit of I can never say it's called ignominy or something. Um, it'll be the last ignominy. Yeah. I think that, I think it's ignominy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that will be the last ignominy before we do actually go and win something. I think we'll get beaten in the semi-final of that, yeah. and everyone will have a field day going. Oh, well, Spurs have been beaten in another semi-final, yeah. okay. but then I think we'll go and win. The okay. FA Cup. Okay, brilliant. So I was going to come to the FA Cup. So you think we'll win the FA Cup? Yeah, yeah I think we will. Okay. Um, Peter, FA yeah, Cup? Yep, I agree. I think we'll win the FA Cup. Okay. And do you know Conte's what? Conte's got a history in the FA Cup. Do you know what? I think we'll win the FA Cup as well. I just yeah. have a real feeling this year Love that we win the FA Love Cup. Um, and I'll come to... Actually, let me just do Casper's quickly. So Casper's top four are Man City's win, Liverpool second, Spurs third, Arsenal fourth. Wow, he's gone mm. for Arsenal as well. Yeah, yeah. Caribou wow. Cup will be the winners. Yeah. And then he said the FA Cup will be semi-finals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we come to the big one. So Champions League. Now, I cannot <laughs> wait for the Champions League. Yeah. I love the Champions League so much. You know, I love going to the games there, you know. Brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it. So Casper thinks we'll get to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Yeah. Now, Sim, you just alluded to that you're quite positive about the Champions League. How do you feel when we get to in the Champions League? Oh, Obviously, we don't know the groups I, yet. Yeah, I, I actually, I only think we'll get to the quarterfinals. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I can't picture the scene where we're back in the semis or even the final or winning it. I think it's amazing that we're still that we're that we're back in it, and I think there's a good chance we could go far in it. Yeah. but I think Conte's record in it, in it isn't fantastic. I think we'll have our eggs in other baskets. Hopefully, we'll be not a million miles away from first place in the league going yeah. into like the Februarys and Marches. Yeah. I think maybe just the quarters like Casper. You'd take, you'd take that now though. Peter, Peter yeah, how do you yeah, feel about I Champions agree. League? I agree. No further than the quarters. It's just not Conte's thing. Well, why do, why do you say that? He just builds these winning machines that sort of do well in the league. He knows how to win a league title. Is he just methodical? He's just like, he's just got this kind of relentless kind of is he, is he not, winning is he, machine in the league and then the year that Chelsea won it they won in Europe is he not a great is made he, it even easier for them is he not a great tactician because that, that's what you're that's, alluding that's to that he, I think in, the, in their home and away legs I think maybe not his strong point but we, we also play the same system every single game don't we, mm. we, we he, he's yeah it's a good point he, he drills that system of the 3-5-2 um the three four three so so well, but sometimes you have to change it very very quickly in the Champions League when mm. you're getting dominated by a team who has all the ball mm. or a scenario like that. And yeah, I think maybe he just gets found out when it comes to um, to Europe for that reason. Whereas he can prepare a team week in week out yeah. to do the business over a thirty eight game season yeah. and get over the line that way. That that's really interesting. I, I, I'm I'm going to go as well. I think I don't think I think we'll just get through to the the out the group stage, and then I think we might just get knocked out of uh, 
the next thing. <laughs> but do you know what? To get out of the group stage, I think, will be good for our development. Because I think if he's in it for the long term, mm-hmm. you know, one more season of Conte, one more round of signings, I think, you know, we really should be looking then to, like, you know, have a And that, that's eight Champions League games. Yeah. They could so, get that monkey off our back with the trophy thing as well, you know. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, oh, all in all, I think, you know, oh, one, one thing we have forgotten, actually, we did we did win the Water Toll Memorial Cup <laughs> already this season, away at <laughs> the Rangers. There you go. Kane can leave now, he won a trophy. Exactly, and also the Audi Cup is won as well. <laughs> so, you know, we've won all these trophies, so, you know, I, I don't like the phrase trophy dodgers. And, <laughs> but I do think that this season would be success for me. And Peter, I know I possibly don't, you, you don't agree with me, but I, and I, I used to always think I really want to win a trophy. But I think if we finish top four again, for me, that would be an incredible season for That's us. good enough for me. I think top three. That's progress. But do you would, you would you be if we don't win another trophy this season, Peter? Because you know you, you'll talk vociferously over four years about this. Would you be unhappy if you finished top four and no trophy? No, I wouldn't be because I think it's consistency. It shows that we are consistently um, feeling at the top table. Is yeah. it good enough for Conte though? Yeah. No, I don't think it's good enough for him actually. I think he wants to win. Yeah. You know, he wants to win the league. That's, that's the vibe I get from him. Yeah, I love that though. Yeah, but if we, you know, he wasn't thrilled with finishing the top four. Yeah, if we it sounded st- like Roy Keane there, didn't it? True, <laughs> he wasn't thrilled. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't thrilled. You know, it's like, why is everybody wildly celebrating finishing the top four? I want to win it. Yeah, I, win I, I, I think you're. I've, I'm, I'm with you there. I think if he had his way, we'd maybe we're looking at it completely wrong. Maybe we don't go far in the cups. Maybe yeah. we push the league title all the way and we crash yeah. out in the early rounds of the cups. Maybe, but the squad. Maybe, ta- maybe Tanganga will play in all the Champions League games. But the squad is so. Kane will the, play a single one. But the squad is so big, you know, we could possibly compete. You know, early rounds of these Caribou Cups. Well, yeah, and FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. So, it will be very interesting to see the way he lines up in in yeah. all the competitions. Yeah. Um, if he plays a strong team in the League Cup, if he uh, plays. The team that started on the weekend, yeah. if if he plays that team in in the Champions League games, but you know the the best eleven will change as the season goes on. It's not going to this, this yeah, this, yeah this this first choice eleven. I mean, Jed Spence might be the starting right back by by sort of January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was very instrumental in Forest, even even in that playoff final. Mm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I think like. This, 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 and he will definitely feature him and Doherty. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Well, guys, it's all positive, positive, positive. I'm <laughs> super excited. Um, I spent like 45 minutes trying to get a ticket for a few <laughs> games today. It was absolutely painful on the, on yeah. the website, but fingers crossed we'll get some tickets soon but thanks everyone for listening it's been great Sim you enjoyed it yeah I've, re- I've absolutely loved it let's, let's try and do these more regular this season definitely need to do more regular on this season <laughs> Peter you enjoyed it yep love good it, to be back it. good to be back and super uh, feeling optimistic good hopefully have Casper back who's feeling super op- optimistic he sat in a pub yesterday in Galway with his first <laughs> t-shirt watching uh, Man United Brighton Oh, yeah. Hopefully with a Galway girl. Well, well, well that's a bit young for that. <laughs> well, no, you know. He's got, he's, he's got the Essex boy charm in him. Right, you know, of course. Glint in his eye. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening, though. Um, keep spreading the word to your friends. You know, spread it around. Why you want real lovely podcasts. Speak to you all soon, guys. See you soon. Thank you Cheers. for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.